another episode of Adding Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Serena Ryan. I'm dedicated to sharing my financial journey, the failures, the successes, the learnings. Well, it's always learnings. The entire journey as I become debt-free and inspire others to do the same. And if you're feeling like there is no way out, no hope, no opportunity, well, I want you to see you're not alone and I believe there is a way out by increasing your knowledge and changing habits. I know it is possible because I'm a living example of it. And if you're someone who's always been good with numbers, this podcast is for you to see what it's like to stand in the shoes of someone who wasn't so good with numbers, can be challenged at times with them, but is making their way out of it. And I believe the more you can understand what it's like for those who have found themselves in a lot of debt, you have the opportunity to do your job better and in turn help more people to become debt free. In this episode, I'm on the road, currently recording in Toronto, Canada. This is my second on the road podcast and I'd love to hear from you, to hear what you think about the sound quality and my makeshift studio this week is a little more creative than some. I've recommended to others previously to, well, if you're caught in a hotel room on the road and trying to look for the best way to record a podcast, I encourage you to go and check out some photos that will be in my Instagram stories and you'll get to see what my studio setup is this week on the road in Toronto, Canada. I am on an interesting trip and last week I spoke about the challenges I had in wanting to buy tickets to a conference that was in Franklin, Tennessee called Free the Dream, yet I wanted to make sure I had the finances to purchase the tickets before I did. And interestingly enough, my previous habit would have been to purchase tickets on my credit card. However, I had a completely different approach. And what I love is that the fact that in my personal life, I've made a commitment to become debt-free. So my business has been ticking along and I pay myself a wage. That is great. Now, the other side of things is that my business, I decided to set it up in a way that I would apply the same rules around finance and budgeting to the business as I was applying to my personal finance, which meant that I ensured that when I was looking to budget for an unbudgeted trip, that I was only going to pay for it if I had the funds to do so and not go into debt. It's been a really interesting week last week in knowing that I was able to finally get the tickets and go to the conference. Wonderful opportunity. Now, this week, it's actually talking about what I'm doing to be creative while away from home with my budget. Now, whilst I'd say technically the the trip is more business than personal, it's a day-to-day budgeting for food and making sure I still keep things to a minimum. 
And you might, you might think, well, if you've got enough money to go and eat out, why wouldn't you do that? Something I have learned, the more I study others and those who have money and those who are living on credit, is that it's about living in a way where you feel rich, but you don't necessarily go and buy five-star dinners and go over the top. For me, one of the simple things, the simple pleasures, which has had multiple benefits, has been to not be drinking any alcohol on this trip. You may be going, well, why not? Well, initially it was a choice, an active choice to not drink because I want to keep a clear head for business and know that if I'm drinking, that that can lower my immune system. And with all the travel we've been doing, I was concerned. It's not just when you're traveling a lot, your sleep patterns can change. Going across time zones, that in itself can already wear you down and leave you exposed to getting sick. I also then considered it's not just about lowering my immune system. If I'm drinking alcohol and I'm wanting to be, as to quote my lovely friend Stacey Copas, who I'm traveling with, she would say sharp and shiny in the morning. To be sharp and shiny, you have to be aware that. You don't want to do anything to jeopardize that. And getting a hangover is simply not a good thing to be sharp and shiny. The interesting thing for me is like, well, not drinking alcohol has helped me, I believe, to stay healthier. The other benefit is naturally less money is being spent. And I'm still getting incredibly good quality food. And I don't actually see it as a sacrifice to not have alcohol while traveling, especially for business. Because it keeps me alert, keeps me sharp and shiny, or at least sharper. (laughs) And it gives me the opportunity to not be spending money, especially on an unbudgeted trip. I actually look at the benefits of far exceeding the negatives. Now, I'm not advocating that everyone, if you choose to be drinking alcohol, absolutely. But it's being mindful that. If you were drinking it and it's adding significantly to your budget, if you're trying to become debt-free as much as I am currently doing, I, I naturally see that if there's surplus money that I'd rather be putting it somewhere else rather than adding to the possibility of getting sick or being run down or not as alert as I'd like to be. I thought I'd share this, something for you to ponder and see if it would work for you especially if you're someone who's looking at becoming debt-free. I like to naturally audit everything and have a think rather than just do what I've always done. And this is a great example of it. I'm putting in a level of awareness to everything I do these days that is helping me assess the impact of it so I just don't automatically go and do what I've always done. I'm not sure if you've heard the saying, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. That resonates for me so strongly, especially in this case. I am looking to rewrite my future, so I need to look at creating new habits. And the cool thing is, I'm more than 10 days into this trip now, and I'm feeling fantastic. It's not that I was particularly drinking much at all at home either. 
for me, alcohol has played a significantly less role in my life for quite some time. It's one of those things that is only done very occasionally and I just don't see as necessary, especially if I'm away from home. I like to be as alert as I possibly can, keep my health as much as I can. And well, in these days, it's also about keeping my budget as healthy as possible. So it's not just about me physically having a hangover. I don't want a financial hangover after a trip away from home either, regardless of whether that is a holiday or a business trip. And saying that, I currently am on a business trip and I will, when I get home next week, I'll be home for a week and be an action-packed week, especially working closely with clients. I am working with clients on the road as well. That is the beauty of the nature of the work that I do. I can work from anywhere in the world. But I'm looking forward to being back home focused in on looking after clients and getting settled and getting back into my sleep routine. And then we've got school holidays. I am a mum of two and school holidays typically pose a challenge as to what to do with the family when they are on break. What I'm excited about is the first week that I'm back, I will be working my family thankfully I've got my mother and mother-in-law who do help out with our boys which is fantastic and I know after being away for a couple of weeks that first week of school holidays I'll have lots of quality time with them then the second week of school holidays we'll have time on break together and what I'm also budgeting for is this change in routine of being away for a week in school holidays. Now that particular week, we will be doing some fun school holiday type activities. And the thing for me is that it's important that that is already budgeted in. I am excited because budgeting these things in means I'm avoiding having financial hangovers of changes in routine and school holidays which in the past would form a stress a budget blowout would commonly happen in school holidays because they weren't always planned for thankfully for more than a year now we've been planning them so the money is allocated ready to go for the break and if there's one thing i'd like you to take out of this podcast episode this week is it's about the consciousness of the changes in routine instead of feeling like when the changes happen that everything goes pear-shaped and there is a reaching for a credit card or trying to find a ways to get money so we can actually have a break it's making it a part of the normal i have a lovely uh, client Leo, who is a chartered accountant, and she's got a really special way of helping clients uh, balance their money. And to be able to budget and put a line item in for holidays or breaks or changes in routine is really, really valuable. And knowing that that is something that you treat as business as usual 
instead of it being something unplanned for, that change in mindset can make all the difference. Being aware and thinking ahead, planning for when there are going to be changes in routine really can make a difference between it, whether you actually enjoy having the break or not. You shouldn't be dreading having a break because if you are, you're putting yourself into a situation of being perpetually unhappy. It's almost like permanently feeling like you're expecting the unexpected. When you're in a permanent state of expecting the unexpected, ironically, the unexpected becomes planned for and you have the money for it. And there's a lot more joy out of that rather than feeling like, it's like, oh no, crisis time. I am loving being in Toronto. And one of the activities I love doing when I get to a new city is to get my comfy shoes on and go out for a walk. And I do this not because I feel obligated to have exercise or you know, doing it because of any other reason than to feed my curiosity and get an idea of where things are. By doing that, I always seem to stumble across really cool, different things. A wonderful side benefit of getting out and exploring a city on foot, rather than booking a tour on a bus or going and feeling like I need to do a paid attraction, like going to an aquarium or other large attraction which would have a high ticket price to get into, putting my shoes on and taking myself on a self-guided exploratory tour of a city does not cost a single thing. And the benefit is I'm exercising and I'm working up an appetite, but I'm discovering and I'm feeding my curiosity at the same time. It is a cost-effective fun activity to do in a new city and today I discovered that the conference I'm going to be going to this weekend at the same location there is a historic train museum that is not unlike looking at the set of Thomas the Tank Engine like the turning circle in the middle where all the carriages get turned around and all the little homes like where each train lives around it in like a semicircle it was all decked out I felt like I was stepping into Thomas the Tank's home and yes you can tell that my boys are young <laughs> and have been watching ABC2 and Thomas the Tank Engine I was so excited and had no idea that this train museum was there. Live demonstrations, trains of all sizes and shapes, and I got to see the CN Tower here in Toronto, and I got to see a bar I went to 11 years ago with my brother when he was visiting in, well, I was actually visiting him while he was living in Toronto 11 years ago. We went to the ice hockey and after the game, we went to this bar called the Loose Moose. I was so excited. I got a photo of me with my coffee at this incredible bar. Well, actually the bar was closed because it was early in the morning. But I took a photo and I sent it to him and had incredible memories. I didn't even know it was there. It was purely exploring, walk past it, triggered the memory. That was amazing. And on another financial note, adding up on that exploratory tour, I started because I had a recommendation to go to a coffee shop. 
owned by a former AFL player from Melbourne, Australia. And when I went to the coffee shop, everyone's worst nightmare is to be stranded in another country not accessing your money. My travel card I had with me was declined and I couldn't pay for my breakfast. And I was at this coffee shop exceptionally embarrassed. Turns out there was a block on my card. The lady serving me saw that I was so distressed about the thought of not paying. And she actually said to me, don't worry about it. We got this. Sit down and we'll serve you your breakfast. That level of customer service. I was almost in tears and she let me get my breakfast for free. Now I sat down, ate my breakfast, got in contact with the bank got the ban lifted off my card and then made sure I went back and paid for breakfast, even though there was no expectation for me to pay. And what I see is just because I was given the opportunity not to pay didn't mean I wouldn't. And part of me, well, even now as I share it, I feel it's important for you to see just because you can save money at times doesn't mean you always should be. I believe you should be governed by what is morally right and if you've got a way to spend the money and pay people for the services rendered, then you should be doing so. I am forever grateful, though, for their customer service. And I'm thankful I found a way to be able to pay at that point in time. And it was an incredible breakfast. And anyone that has travelled in America and Canada that is Australian and likes coffee, like I do, I really value high quality coffee, espresso, Italian style that I'm used to back home. Really makes me feel, well, a little less homesick. And yes, I am a little bit. It is challenging being away from my family for a few weeks. This trip is important to me though, for my personal and professional development. And I'm thankful for being here. So one of the things I find Financial education is really important to me. It is important to me because I see how you can so easily get into debt and I want to get out of it and inspire others to do the same so you have freedom to what you want to do, no matter what that may be. What I also see is that when I am talking about financial education, the reason why I want to be debt-free is to have high quality time with my family and the choice to work when, how and where I want. And all these things are connected. I continuously learn to grow to be able to earn more income, but at the same time save as much as I can. And it's important to get the balance right. And I believe get the balance right in line with my values and no, it's not as important to hold on to money and pay down debt as it is to live a life that is holy and full of being able to become debt-free and do it in a way that is beneficial to all who I am in contact with. Today was a special day, day that tested me to find the income in this case, get a ban lifted on the card I have for travel to ensure I could pay for my meal and be conscious of how I'm spending everything that I spend. I'm interested in hearing your travel stories as well. How do you make the most of your money when you are traveling? Is alcohol important to you? And if it is, how do you budget for it? I'm curious. And if alcohol isn't as important but there may be other things you spend a lot of money on 
what are those things? I love to hear other people's stories and feedback and share as much as I can. So you'll always find in the podcast notes a link for where you can send me a voice message with your thoughts, comments and feedback. And when and where possible, I'll incorporate that in every episode that I can. Have a wonderful week and whatever you do, be conscious, aware of your spending and know that every little thing you do is adding up to the life that you want or could potentially have. Be aware and know that you could be changing your habits for the better.